Mark. 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 Hello. Hello. I feel like there's a birthday girl somewhere here. (laughs) Feeling that too. Who could it be? I love my birthday. It's really. And this one, I was kind of like feeling a little weird about this one. For the first time ever, I have to tell you, like, there has never been a time in my life when I have not absolutely loved my birthday. But I feel a little like this number is a weird, it's one of those numbers. It just doesn't. Like when I turned 50, I was like, wow, this is this is the 50, this is 50s. This is cool, right? And I'm 56 now and for some reason that number that's different. I don't know what it is. So, but you know what? I got to yesterday and I had a great day. I had cake and ice cream and lots of attention and presents and um it's all good. What kind of cake? Well, uh, so what we do now is instead of getting one big giant cake, we get little small ones so that we don't eat the whole freaking thing. Um, and so Sharon just went to the store and she got a couple of different ones. One was like a chocolate creamy caramel one. And the other Ooh. one was like a white chocolate with frosting kind of thing. And then oh, yeah. just these little mini cakes. And we had some for breakfast and some for dinner. <laughs> And I love it. And then ice cream, dulce de leche, which is my new favorite. Mm. It's my favorite too. That's the gelato I love. I love. Isn't dulce de leche great? I just love that flavor. Like all my life, I've I've always been a chocolate ice cream girl. But it's like no, that I love that caramely anything in that. I don't know how you describe dulce de leche. It's like a cream caramel. I don't know what. It's just good. It 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 translates <laughs> to sweet milk, right? So basically, it's yes. just like a really sweet version of and and whatever whether it's frozen yogurt or ice cream or gelato it just always comes out great sweet yeah and I think this was just like regular old what what was the little mini it's either Ben and Jerry's or Haagen-Dazs the little the ones that come in the little teeny teeny thingies so you can get it pretty much everywhere I'm sure they make like I'm sure every Edie's everybody makes a Dulce de Leche now yeah you'll find it all we need is now the more miniature kind, the one with the wooden spoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wooden that spoon. Me up. That makes the that makes it taste even better. Because it's like out a, of wooden spoon. Like you can kind of take or leave sherbet, but when it's in a little thing that you have to push up and eat it, oh then it's like, oh man, it's a push up pop. Especially at the end when you get that plastic. Right. God, I remember being in phases like sometimes it was that thing. Other times it was a fudgesicle, fudgesicle, however you say it. Mm. That was like I had to have that. And then for a while it was the bomb pop, but that was more like an icy. It wasn't all that into that. I wanted to like more chewy, chocolatey things. But man. It just looked cool. Yeah, they did look cool. They looked really cool. And if you have a blue tongue, I mean, who doesn't want a blue tongue? (laughs) Right? Yeah, which is crazy. But it really is purple because you just had red. Right. You had red um, and white and blue, but white is, you know, just ice. (laughs) So (laughs) So lavender. I saw there was an ice cream. It wasn't even a truck. It was a vehicle. It was like a Subaru. (laughs) There was an ice cream car in my neighborhood the other day. And I'm like, that. That's not right. What do they have just like a cooler in the front? And they just toss it. I don't. I didn't stop it, obviously. But and there were no kids running with dollars in their hands. Do kids even know what dollars are or coins? Even <laughs> right, right. Gathered every coin you got and tried to catch up with that ice cream truck, which is now a Subaru <laughs> right. or Uber Eats driver. <laughs> right, <laughs> with no yeah. decals. Like, with no how decals. do I know? <laughs> just music. That's the only yeah. clue you have. It's a white Subaru with music playing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, though, we will get an ice cream truck, but it's so beaten up Mm -hmm. that it's not appetizing anymore. (laughs) No. (laughs) I know. But did you you guys let your kids go to the ice cream truck? I raised my kids on an island, so we didn't have an ice cream. (laughs) We went to the store. (laughs) 
if we needed something. <laughs> yeah, nobody was coming to us. <laughs> Interesting. I never thought about that. Not even like a guy like on a bicycle with a cooler? Nothing like that, Yeah. Huh? Houses are too far apart. Okay. Wow. Oh. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Anna, you were kind of sketchy about it? No, I, it's just that we never, it, it didn't seem like a thing that was happening in our neighborhood. I mean, once in a while, like once in a blue moon, somebody would come down, but it's like, then you don't expect it in our neighborhood very much. And so when you so hear you're that not little, prepared. we're not yeah. prepared. So I'm like, well, we can't run down with any dollars because we're not carrying a lot of cash. And you know, <laughs> right. I'm not going to have them like run down the street with my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> right. or, or your iPhone, hoping they can scan it. Do you right. take Apple Pay? I got an Apple wallet. <laughs> so, so I can see if it doesn't look legit, you're not going right. to want to give them your numbers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. It felt like when I was a kid, they came every day. Probably not. It was probably like once a week. But you would. No matter what you were doing, yeah. you dropped oh, yeah. it and you ran and you got money and then you ran That's back right. out as fast as you could. Even though you yeah. know the guy was going to wait for you because he probably knew every street that had kids on it. Did you yell out your window, stop? I'm sure. <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm sure I'm looking for a quarter. Or if the other kids were there, you'd tell them, don't let him leave. You know, there was one time I was joking around and and made the guy stop. And I'm like, never mind, because I felt bad. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Well, Anna, you did something fun over the weekend. Monumental. No, I'm so jealous. Oh, (laughs) y'all. Taylor Swift. Woo. Incredible, incredible, incredible show. And and the days leading up to it was quite incredible, too. It felt like it was just this big to-do. All the radio stations, including ours, were giving away tickets since at least the beginning of this year. You had to think about what you are going to wear. A lot of people did. And boy, I mean, everyone was dressed in either the era or the music video of her songs or the album cover. So, So you would see, like, I don't know, Red from a red album, purple, a green cape. Her country times when she her in her during her beginnings, there were people in pink cowboy hats. <laughs> and that was so cool. But the most popular of all the costumes were the sequin mini dresses. I have never seen Lumen Field sparkle so much <laughs> from top to bottom of that stadium to the stage. It was all sparkles, and it was crazy. It was it was cool though. It was like. Then it was like, oh, I wish that we had prepared more for this to my kid, <laughs> who we were just in a t-shirt and, uh, you know, shorts. And But it was kind of like, you know what? She has a song for that. <laughs> she, she wears, wears short, short skirts. skirts. I'm wearing a t-shirt. She's cheer captain and I'm on the bleachers. <laughs> so we totally fit in. Um, but But the cool thing was, I mean, there was such this energy there. Not just the sequins that were making you sparkle, but everyone was bejeweled. The the kids next to her, well, actually, they weren't kids. They were young adults, and they were Instagramming and everything. They were looking at my daughter, and they were just chatting with her a little bit, and they were like, you want some sequins? I mean, uh, you want to be, to be bejeweled, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and so they were handing her these diamond stickies that, you know, she could put on her face Aww. and on her fingers. Some people had in their hair. So that was cool. So this is all, like, I'm not even getting to the concert yet, but the concert itself, Taylor, she gave us two awesome artists to start out with, Haim and Gracie Abrams. 
And so they were incredible. And then she went from 7.30, 8 o'clock all the way to midnight. Wow. Wow. Crazy. She gave us a run for our money. She acknowledged the burden people had getting the tickets, but she also acknowledged the people that were there for two nights in a row. And (laughs) she was great. She sang her old stuff, her new stuff. She sang stuff that she hadn't sung since she recorded it. She gave us some surprises, at least on the second night. That was when me and my daughter went. And I mean, she's just a beautiful person. I I just... You know how they put them on the video screen? I can't even believe how how good someone could look every single night doing tours uh, <laughs> for several hours. She just looked like she was a music video. I mean, everybody did, but it was like, she was just incredible. I have never seen such an incredible theatrical show. I mean, it wasn't just theatrical. It was just everything. It was She had everybody wear bands that lit up. Uh, she did it right. I mean, everything was beautiful. Everything was just about beauty over there. And and her songs were amazing and wow i wish everybody could go i i wish she could like do a concert for a whole week per per market (laughs) right because she would sell out i mean she would totally sell out and people would go there if people could afford going to her concert every single night for seven days they would do it they would do it i mean Mm -hmm. if to give everybody an opportunity to see her if she had the energy if she had like uh, the superpower of vocal cords that could last every single night for that long. I wish that for her. I, I hope her voice doesn't give. Right. If she could do that, that would be so incredible for everybody to be able to see her show. She's so smart that I, I can't imagine, but that she doesn't take really, really good care of herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's hard. That's four hours. Even if you, even if you edit out the time it takes to change clothes, that's still work, right? <clears throat> Going off stage, right. changing your clothes, checking everything. You got a million people mm-hmm. buzzing around you, coming back, your microphone and your guitar or whatever it is you need, having everything be seamless and remembering all the choreography. There's no downtime in that four hours. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. I would say, though, because everybody knew her the words to her songs oh. uh, and everybody was singing along. I mean, I love that sound when someone's singing in the entire stadium of people, all her fans and, and even non-fans, you know, okay. <laughs> maybe the sometimes. I mean, everybody sang along. And that is a beautiful sound when people are singing along to somebody. Oh, that's just beautiful. So she doesn't have to like sing everything at the top of her lungs. She could just kind of lay back, sing softly and let everybody sing with her. And, and maybe that's maybe what that the secret is. Did you guys wait in a four hour merch line? No, (laughs) that was incredible in itself was the merch days. People were in line like 3am for Mm -hmm. something that was going to start at 10am, maybe 1pm. Um, yeah, to yeah, buy that stuff was incredible. because they knew they wouldn't be able to buy it at the concert or they would miss the concert. <laughs> yeah, even the day of, the lines were, were long. But probably, I mean, it didn't look as long as it usually is for a lot of artists because I think a lot of people did take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the good news. After the concert, we were able to still get like a couple of T-shirts. I mean, sweatshirts. Sweet. Um, they were extra, extra, two, three, extra large. <laughs> That we hope will shrink, but we got them. I'm curious, your what was your plan of attack for getting there and getting home? <laughs> when we got the tickets, I knew because of everything that was happening back then in the fall to, you know, get tickets, we decided to get a hotel room. And nice. that was our plan of attack. So that it just knocked out traffic and being able to just chill in downtown and not worry. 
and and then getting home not worrying about that and it was like just about a 10 minute walk we weren't the only ones who thought of it because we were Mm -hmm. walking to and from with other swifties brilliant that's that's exactly what i would have done and it's funny because you don't think about getting a hotel in your own hometown right but um absolutely i mean the traffic is just unbelievable not only the traffic but the even if you're a public transit person i mean they're going through it in san francisco tonight they're actually down in you know technically at santa clara where the 49ers play but i mean just this for like for like the last two weeks the transit systems have been talking about special trains and special buses and go get on here and go here and here's how much time you need so i'm thinking you know seattle it's even uh, trickier because there are fewer transit options again still because i follow all that stuff i know that everybody's been planning it forever plus i think there was a ball game that night too wasn't there oh there was some there was two ball yeah. games there was mariners yeah. and storm Oh, right. The storm was playing. Right. Oh, my God. We had some block parties. We had the taste of Seattle, uh-huh. bite of Seattle, whatever. And construction. Oh, well, that's been God. going on since 1962. Right. <laughs> well, Anna and I decided we're going to change the name of one of our roads here in Seattle. Do you know which one, Claire? No. Taylor Swift Albro. <laughs> I love it. Taylor Swift Albro. <laughs> like, I wish it was not on a weekend and on a weekday so that Lori could have reported on that. Right. Um, traffic on Northbound I-5 is slow from Taylor Swift Albro all the way to downtown Seattle. <laughs> That's <laughs> really funny. I totally would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm yeah. Anna, I'm so glad you went. Boy, you're on a roll this month. I'm feeling so blessed this this <laughs> month. I, I can't even tell you what kind of high I'm on right now, seriously. And and not only not only have you done just and I said this last week too, but again with Taylor Swift, just really super fun, like once in a lifetime things, but you got to do it with your kids. Yeah. I'm I'm speechless really. I, I don't know how to how to describe how I'm feeling right now because it really this is a big deal to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're a concert girl. I, I've been to some really good ones. This one was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Wow. That's great. That's awesome. I've, I've heard she that is... a lot. I have a friend who lives in Cincinnati, and they didn't get tickets, but they did the thing where you go outside the stadium and just listen to the show. And I think they, <laughs> in some cities, they sort of limit how you do that. But Cincinnati, the... um. It's the stadium. It's it's right down by the river, and I don't know how to ex- explain it, but the sound just carries forever. Like I can remember five million years ago when I was working downtown Cincinnati on this little showboat, and I remember when they were having in those days they called it the Cool Jazz Festival. It's changed names a few times, but I remember the headliner that year was Aretha Franklin. Oh, we could man. hear every note of every song, every word where wow. we were, which wasn't so good for our little play performance that we were doing, but was fabulous for hearing <laughs> a free Aretha Franklin concert. And, and so my friend and her daughter and I think a bunch of friends went down to see, to listen to Taylor Swift and they did this thing dressed up. They did the whole, like everybody was, it was just like being at the wow. show, except for you were outside. You couldn't see it. You could just hear it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the singing, the friendship bracelets, like the whole, all that stuff was going on. It just, that sounded like so much fun. For many kids living in poverty, summer isn't fair. It can mean isolation, hunger, and falling behind. Help us make summer fair at savethechildren.org slash fair. You know, I know people want to be on the floor or in the 100 level, 
But Taylor had a, a long stage that they built all the way pretty much across the two-thirds of the field that extended out. Not only that, the stage, that stage they built, it, it lights up. Not just the side, not the rim of it. It's almost like a big old HD TV screen, <laughs> the uh-huh. entire stage that she walks on and they're dancing on top of. We're level with that, right? So the people in the all the way on the very top, the last row, they're seeing things we're not seeing. Right. And you could tell that whatever they were looking at was incredible. From what I understood, the maybe the day of and maybe a couple days maybe before, they were starting to open up tickets that were behind the stage, you know, and people were like <sighs> Why would you want to not be able to see this show and pay that much money? And I don't know, but because maybe, maybe people behind stage are seeing things that we're not seeing that is a real treat. Right. So, and uh, she made a few records there at Lumen Field. And one of them, she had prided herself on this on the second night. She said that she's the first artist to play two consecutive nights there at Lumen Field. Well, that was great. But here's the big one for Seattle is that <laughs> she beat Beastquake from 2011. <laughs> <laughs> she outsized Mick to Beastquake? Yeah. Outsized yeah. mixed beast quake. <laughs> and I am not surprised because of all the nights, I felt like awful that my daughter and I didn't have earplugs that I usually bring in all concerts we go to. And somehow I'd forgotten it in the hotel room. Mm. And that's when we really needed it with the Taylor Swift concert. It wasn't just the singing and the music that was, was loud. What was louder was the screaming of For 58,000 teenage girls. It was like even, you know, middle-aged girls <laughs> beside us that were screaming their heads off. And men, you guys, the, the, the women that were behind us, they weren't singing the lyrics. They were screaming, screaming every word. It was so funny. My daughter and I were like looking at each other like, that is the funniest thing. It wasn't annoying screaming. It was, I mean, it would have probably been annoying to a lot of people. But the thing was, it was endearing because they were so happy. Yeah. They were happy screaming. So it was like, we were screaming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was just too much. It was it was too much, but too awesome. Like I don't know, everything at the same time. You were feeling all the emotions. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. So crazy cool. Oh, someday, someday I'll get to see her. Someday. I hope there's going to be someday that Taylor Swift is like going to be demanding that her tickets are easy to get to, and and she's got enough strength and enough vocals to just have. Eight nights in a row for every city, (laughs) (laughs) including small towns. Probably before she does that, she'll do a Vegas residency. That's it. That's the answer. She'll do like what Lady Gaga and everybody does and just park in Vegas for for a couple of years. Adele, you know, they all do it. So why not, you know? Yeah. I would have loved to see Britney during her residency. Does she do a residency still? No, 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 no. It's somebody else now. did. Britney was going to do a residency. It may not have happened. I'm thinking you're right. She and Lady Gaga are my next projects. (laughs) Well, you know, Jonas Brothers just added us to their tour. They did? Oh, that's amazing. You know that's going to be a big sellout. That's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget when my granddaughter was probably eight. She said, Grandma Lala. Do you know who the Jonas Brothers are? (laughs) Honey, I'm a DJ. (laughs) It should be like, what's a DJ? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I mean, the guys that are like behind those turntables with a big crowd. You mean like Paris Hilton? (laughs) (laughs) 
And then we had two losses, one which we've been expecting, Tony Bennett. Yeah. Didn't expect that. Well, he's old. Some people are living 120. But we hadn't heard from him in a while. I thought he was 120. (laughs) He was was 96. But, you know, you always know when you haven't heard from him in a while. Like, "Mm." Yeah. And they were saying he was forgetful when he and Lady Gaga, you know, did their last thing. Yeah. Um, did you know that he fashioned a tattoo? He he drew a tattoo for her. Oh, mm. I did not know that. Yeah, that came out this week. Of himself? So, uh, no, I think it was just <laughs> some sort of tattoo that he wanted her to get. Right. <laughs> Here's a tattoo of me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so there was a lot of tributes to him, which was really awesome. But then the big surprise... Oh, yeah. What, Randy yeah. Meisner? Sinead O'Connor. Oh, Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. 56. Again, and not a big surprise. A shock, a shock, but not a surprise, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. apparently her son had passed. Yeah, her son took his that. life a year ago. I don't think she ever got past that. I, yeah. And I don't know, I don't know how she passed. I don't know... What her they said it was, was natural causes so far. Yeah, so. she it could have been a heart, could have been anything. But I yeah. think that uh, she was never the same. Uh, she's been troubled for years, but but his death was probably really. And mm-hmm. she has two other kids too, as I recall. Um, oh. But I can't imagine ever, you know, getting past that. Um, no. That was really sad. And and all these the tributes to her are beautiful. But you know, some people just have to like. Oh, and then there was that thing with the Pope. And I'm like, do we? Do we have to do that? I mean, I don't want to. I don't want right? to put that aside because that was part of her was you know challenging and and you know all of those are part of her personality. But just to like go straight to and then she was mired in scandal. I mean, it's like what a beautiful voice she had. Yes. That's what yeah. should always be the lead. And beautiful eyes. I always thought her eyes were just yes. gorgeous. Yes. And remember, she sang a Prince song. Woo! She did. He that wrote hits for everybody, good. man. He, he did. Not only did he have all his own, but he just so many other people had him too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but, I have um, a friend that is so Prince crazy that every year on the time of his death, she dresses up for a whole week and goes to parties, Prince parties. <laughs> and when she was young, she wanted to A, be a backup singer for him or be a backup <laughs> dancer. That was her so whole So she had to be Lisa life. or Wendy. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, she she never did quite make that. She did some amazing things with her life, but that was her goal, to go and be where he was and be a backup singer. <laughs> I loved Prince, and I wanted to be like Apollonia, you know, starring a movie with him. <laughs> I wanted to be more Wendy and Lisa, just, you know, part of the band. <laughs> hey, Wendy. Yes, Lisa. <laughs> How's the water? Yes, Lisa. <laughs> Shall we begin? Yes, Lisa. <laughs> oh my god, that album is so good. Every song in that album was so amazing. It really is. Every single song. Oh. It's the movie's not it's great. It's not great, but it's great. <laughs> you know, it's really- just one of those movies everyone loved, no matter how bad it was. Right. right. <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself. Speaking of which um, yes. I haven't seen it yet, but I am as soon as possible going to go out and see the Barbie movie. But right now, I am completely <gasps> obsessed with the Dua Lipa song, Dance the Night, which is like the Barbie theme song. And I just like, 
oh my god you know how like you sometimes every every few years you just hear a song and you're like oh that's it (laughs) i just love that song so when you go to the movie will you be dressing in pink because i went to a different movie but it was in the same theater and everyone (laughs) was pink and all the men were wearing yellow (laughs) i may very well wear pink. everyone it was crazy I need you to wear plastic skates. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see it? Have you, did, did, Anna, did you go see Barbie? No. No, no not yet. Not right. yet. I do want to. Yeah, I don't like movie theaters when movies open. There's too many people in them. Especially well, the popular ones. Yeah. And now, you know, they're seeing both Oppenheimer and Barbie. So now they're calling it Barbenheimer. Right. <laughs> the big, the big, the, the last really big box office weekend for probably a long time. Uh-huh. So me, I went and saw The Sound of Freedom. Oh, you went to do a completely different movie. How was that? I hear it's good. Yeah, well, it's it's crazy because it's true. Mm-hmm. Wait, Barbie's true? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they they didn't really advertise. So at the end, they do a pay it forward and they have a QR code and you can go buy a ticket for somebody else to go see it because they want everyone to see this and to know what's going on. So um, it was was hard to watch, but also um, just the reality. I think people don't really recognize that sex trafficking not only is happening overseas terribly, people, they're they're raising children to use them for their organs. Some of them are for the sex trade, some are just for slavery. And there's not very many controls overseas, but it's happening here, too. And I think people just think, well, that's overseas, but it's not. And some of you know, I, some of you both, I don't know if you know, I interviewed Julie, who was a preschool teacher in a very posh neighborhood in Salt Lake City, Utah, and she got a new boyfriend. Well, before you know it, he had, he was sex trafficking her, selling her, and promised to kill her mom, her dad, her children if she ever tried to get away. And she believed him because she had seen the horrible things he had done. And she Mm. got rescued. Uh It was kind of a fluke thing, but it happens right here, right in a posh neighborhood, a preschool teacher, for heaven's sakes. Mm. So I think people need to be aware, uh, which reminds me, uh, Julie is part of an organization called I Am On Watch. And it's a one-hour training, and they want all grocery clerks, all people that work at, you know, malls, anywhere with the public to take the training. So when someone, like remember Elizabeth Smart, when someone shows up and they've got someone there sex trafficking, they'll be keen to what's happening. They'll see some clues and call the hotline and get that person rescued. Mm. And it's called I Am What? I'm Watching? I am on watch. I am on watch. Dot org. And it's a one hour training. It's so worth taking. And see something, say something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Julie says this and they all say this. We would rather get a hundred reports that aren't real than miss one that is. It's a yeah, and sometimes they're not missing. They're living in your house. Your teenage daughter, somebody at school got a hold of her and then they have manipulated her and said, you know, if your parents find out, uh, they'll hate you, they'll kick you out, or or you'll go to jail because you're doing these horrible things. I mean, kids are so vulnerable and they believe what they're, the person trafficking tells them. And so this happening to kids in their own homes, their uh. parents have no clue, and yet they're going to school and somebody's gotten 
gotten hold of them. And that's why it is really important that we talk to our kids, you know, Mm. and yeah, yeah, that they know no matter what. But yeah, I know that sounds crazy, doesn't it? It sounds unbelievable. It it Um, doesn't. It doesn't. Like I, 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 when you talk, when you describe the threats and and, and the pressure they're under, and and you're already under pressure when you're a kid, any, you know, teenager, anyway. And uh, no, so it does. It it do, it's like how could that be possible? And then you think it through, and you go, yeah, it could totally be possible. Especially if your parents are, you know, and not to blame parents. You could be the best parents in the world, but you're working and you're keeping the house and you're doing this and you're doing that, and mm-hmm. you know, or, you can't always see everything. Think about this. You may have really good restrictions, but the kid doesn't know, and they think, oh, this person online loves me and thinks I'm amazing, and so they go, maybe you've taken their phone away at night, but they go get sister's iPad, or you know what I mean? And so right. sometimes it's really hard because they really work on on the manipulation of getting them to think that they're talking to somebody that just thinks they're amazing and special. They have no idea it's some old man, you right. know. Uh, wow. So, yeah, so sometimes, you know, even in the doctor's office, if the doctor is wise, they can ask the right questions and then get the help. It's good to know that sometimes it's not a forceful thing. Sometimes, like you said, they're manipulated coercion. enough. Yeah, coercion. coercion or... Mm-hmm. They stay only because they think their parents are going to be mad about how they got into this. Yep. No matter what, your parents love you, and what, however this happened, they're going to forgive you, and they want you back. They want you. Right. So with Elizabeth yeah. Smart, she would not eat. When the police finally even got her and separated her, she wouldn't tell them the truth because she th- believed her parents were dead and she had no one else. And they said, your parents are alive. They're looking for you. They're hoping to find you. And then she finally broke down and said who she was. But she believed that her parents were dead and didn't want her. Gosh. So Mm. kids are so vulnerable. They'll believe, you know. So anyway, our time is up. I feel like I always throw a wrench in all the happiness. You guys are like, Barbie Taylor sex trafficking. (laughs) That's okay because it's it's Claire's birthday. What are your favorite birthday songs really quickly? Well, I think my, my new favorite birthday song is uh, yesterday, uh, one of my friends sent me one of those uh, personalized Dolly Parton birthday messages, <laughs> which is a uh, nine to five done as a birthday song with my name in it. So <laughs> did they uh, come dressed up as Dolly Parton? What? No, it is Dolly Parton. It's like a, it's a, it's like oh. AI, basically. It's really Dolly Parton singing this oh, birthday song. It's an audio, and then, okay. And then they superimpose, it's a video, and then they superimpose your name. It says Claire on it, and then at one point, she goes, Happy birthday, Claire! Friends all around with cheers and wishes, candles on a cake that's just delicious. It's all for you today, because it's birthday time! That's right, Claire. This one's for you. Cause it's birthday time What a day for celebrating There'll be songs and gifts And some happy congregating This is birthday <laughs> It's so well done that it looks Either she recorded 6,000 of these with different people's names <laughs> Or they just, you know, AI'd it in there But it's super fun I love it, awesome <laughs> And what's your favorite uh, birthday song there, Lori? My favorite birthday song? Yeah Uh Today is your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> How about you, Anna? Do you have a favorite birthday Sinclair. song? Sinclair. That was a talk and, saying. 
and mine is um, happy, happy birthday. That's by the Ting Tings. Very nice. Happy birthday, Claire. Thank you very much, ladies. I love you. We love you. See you next week. This is Listen and Learn. Or not. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.